In the know for Thursday, May 13, the 133rd day of 2021. There are 232 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We will have the week in funny tweets. That always is a... Fun to look at. We'll also tell you about some new things you'll find at the grocery store and the latest COVID-19 totals and where we go from here. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Speed. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Your microphone it, works today. Yes. Yay. <laughs> and it's Little Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm like, what? So, Thor's Day. Did you know that? We call it Thursday. It's named Thursday because of the, um, in Middle Old and Middle English, the Norse thunder god Thor, they named this day of the week for Thor's Day. So, that's where we get Thursday, which some Quakers don't like. Because they don't celebrate Norse gods, and so they just call it Fifth Day. I did not know that. But. Fifth day of the week because Sunday is the first day of the week. So you can call it Little Friday. You can call it whatever that you want to, but it is a Thursday all day long. It's Thursday, which means the computers don't work. <laughs> Actually, they're doing not too bad today. But over there is the new host of Shop Local Litchfield, uh, Elizabeth Moody Deer. They won't. There it is. There it is. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks. I just forgot that song said Chickadary Air. <laughs> so learning French at an early age, were you? Well, I mean, my last name is technically French, so That's, this is, there you go. This is this is true. Do you speak other French words? No. Okay. No. You just like to say, pardon my French, a lot. <laughs> I've, no comment. Once or twice. No comment. Possibly. <laughs> um, many of us are going back to some semblance of normal in the coming months you may be resuming in-person activities like the chamber luncheon earlier this week was in person for the first time in a long time you might be having other business meetings that happen and i just kind of want to give you a psa i saw the episode of seinfeld over the weekend which is the one where wendy malick plays the physician and she takes Elaine skiing, and she cancels George's appointment last minute after she had held George's feet to the fire on him not showing up for his appointment. But Wendy Malick had a very traditional, very 1950s hairstyle. Do you remember this episode that I'm talking about? I do. And so, but Kramer has a very unique facial expression when he encounters something that startles him. 
And it's never on better display than in that episode when he walks in and looks at her hairstyle and goes. <laughs> it's his whole body, though. It's yes. not just his face. Yes, it's, it's, like a, his it's, whole a, body. it's a trimmer and then a double head pump nod and goes. <laughs> well, that's about to happen to many of us when we see other people for the first time, when we see how they fared during COVID. Because the average American has gained 15 pounds. 10% of Americans have gained 50 pounds or more during the pandemic. So just check your Cosmo Kramer reaction. Oh, my goodness. I've actually so lost. When you see someone for the first time. I don't know how much because I don't weigh myself. But <laughs> Well, then how do you know that? Because I can tell in the way oh, things okay. are. They, they fit. The way that they fit. Yeah. Your, your clothes are your scales? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you... you you walk a lot. You stay I active. I guess that can that can help. I tell you another good way um, is get sick for three or four days, and you'll, <laughs> that'll do that'll it. That'll certainly that'll <laughs> certainly help matters. But yeah, I was startled by those numbers. I'm the fifteen didn't surprise me, but ten percent of people of fifty pounds are like, "Ooh, that's a that's a lot." But I love that double take that Kramer does, though. It's like, a, "What's the best?" It's. And his hair flops. Tremendous. A fantastic day is ahead with lots of sunshine. Temperatures reach into the 70s starting tomorrow with 80s expected next week. We'll see uh, more of a mid-June pattern with humid days, afternoon thunderstorms, and muggy nights next week. Partly cloudy, 68 today. We'll see partly cloudy, 46 tonight. Partly cloudy, 72 for tomorrow. And then uh, Monday is going to be 79, Tuesday 80, and then by a week from tomorrow, we could be seeing 86 as the high, and we'll be wishing, probably on Friday, well, certainly by Saturday, we'll say, well, remember how nice it was week before last, or last week, let's go. Bring on all the sunshine and the warm weather. I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't complain about hot weather. No, I don't no. either. All right, so uh, President Biden had his first meeting with the Big Four yesterday, at uh, the White House, a little later than normal, but he met with House Speaker Pelosi, uh, Senate Majority Leader Schumer, as well as uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and House Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy of California. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris also sat in the uh, Oval Office. I think maybe she growled the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> When Biden, when Biden wanted something, <laughs> he say, "I'm going to need your help to uh, to get behind this." What what she might have been there for? Uh, Schumer told reporters back on Capitol Hill that it was a good meeting, and that the two sides would try hard to work together. And so we'll see. Uh, a lot of Republican leaders say they'll give the president about a week to fulfill his promise to compromise and be be bipartisan and he says that and he he said that when he was running that he wanted to be the president of all Americans and if he's going to have to do that he's going to have to moderate himself a little bit more because most of the ideas that we're seeing are just radical socialism with redefining what infrastructure is i mean there's a uh, there's a um, there's some talk that when they reorganize what infrastructure is, that the media may move into infrastructure. Like infrastructure is roads and bridges yeah. and transportation, and that's what defense. That's infrastructure, but not not 
I just I don't really understand. But if we just socialize everything and we let the the government control it, then everything will be okay. You got Life's no problems. Catchy. You just let the government run everything and see how that, um, yeah, that see how that works out. Now he'll be meeting with another group of leaders today. I guess they're the medium four. It was the big four <laughs> yesterday. You're going to meet with the medium four today. Uh, another group of people that he's trying to woo and court and. Uh, Senator Shelley Capito of West Virginia, and uh, who else will be today? Six Republican senators, so he's really catering, trying to put the hard sell on them. Now, yesterday I had an eventful day because of President Biden, or maybe I'll blame it on Vice President Harris. Her growling may have scared Leader McConnell so much that he had to cancel our call last minute after we were on the call, and it's been rescheduled to next week. But I was really... Truth be told, I was really anxious to get his input yesterday afternoon from the way his morning went at the White House because I thought we would get some good dish on that because he would say, well, we went up there and there was all this growling. <laughs> that is like the dog park. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought that dog that bit people had been sent back to Delaware, but <laughs> apparently there's there's other growling. What was the one that was biting people? I can't remember his name, uh, but nonetheless. So I, I met with, uh, we met with Congressman Comer yesterday. I always love spending time with Jamie Comer. He has some of the best stories I got to hear his Air Force One story again and come to find out. I didn't know this until I knew this, but I didn't put the pieces together. You'd be hard pressed to find a congressman or congresswoman who has ridden on Air Force One and Marine One in the same day. And he did it. It's pretty impressive. During the early months of President Trump's term, he hitched a ride on Air Force One to Louisville. And then he rode back and then... President Trump asked him if he wanted to ride back to the White House on Marine One, and so he went from Air Force One. And Pretty But cool. to hear him tell that story makes me laugh every time I hear it. And then he also got to share real talk about what it was like to be in the Capitol building on January 6th. Uh, I brought it up to him, just told him, you know, it's one of the things I was offering commentary on on January the 7th was what it would have what it was like to be in his shoes or what it was like to be in Brett Guthrie's shoes and so it um it was nice to hear uh, nice to hear his recollection but I'll get to talk to Congressman Guthrie today and Congressman Barr Congressman Rogers Congressman uh Yarmouth as soon as the show is over today so um just kind of getting Caught up on the very latest. 680 new COVID-19 cases confirmed by Governor Bashir yesterday uh, brought our count to 450,000, 10 coronavirus-related deaths. But perhaps one of the best metrics is the rolling seven-day positivity rate fell on down to 3.08% yesterday. Could we go under 3%? That would be very nice if we could. I won't hold my breath, but hopefully it happens. Hospitalizations increased by 10 to 425 Patients on ventilators decreased by 1 to 50. Now, Governor Bashir did announce yesterday that Kentucky sites can vaccinate 12 to 15-year-olds. They'll be able to be vaccinated starting today. The CDC approved usage of the Pfizer vaccine for people 12 and older. The U.S. FDA's emergency use authorization for a younger age group came earlier this week. You've seen some other states that went out ahead of the approval from the CDC. Once Pfizer said it was okay, then people started 
uh, giving it to young people. A parent or guardian must give consent for anyone 12 to 17 to receive the vaccine. So just be prepared for that. I was seeing this morning that in Ohio, they're doing their, they took some of the CARES money and they're doing a $1 million prize. If you get vaccinated, you get to go into a drawing and someone's going to win a million dollars. I thought, this is what we've come to? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a big carrot. I don't expect that carrot in Kentucky, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. The other concern today, and one of the things that uh, uh, Governor Bashir was messaging yesterday, and, and I, I certainly applaud, if it works, I applaud his attempts to calm people, is please don't panic by. Please do not panic by. And also, don't just because you see someone share something showcasing panic buying does not make it true. Just because you think you might recognize a store where something is happening or it looks like people you might know in an area of Kentucky that you think you recognize does not mean there's panic buying going on. That's called fanning the flames. So, you know, I started looking at it over the last couple of days and go, so what's what's this going to turn into for us here locally? Will people do the right thing or will they do the toilet paper thing? And so far, it appears to me that people are doing the right thing. There's no there's no there's truly no shortage on gasoline. So long as you buy it like you're supposed to. Just buy it like you regularly do. Buy it like you're supposed to, and you'll have enough. And I will also tell you that I've seen people filling up, you know, you've seen some, especially in the southeast, they're eliminating filling up multiple extra cans, the hoarding, the panic buying. Some people have, well, we've got farm machinery that we have to operate, or we've got this, or we've got that. I understand that, that you have those needs, but we all have our own needs. And when you put your needs ahead of mine, then it's basically you're just saying you're not important. You're saying that you're more important than me. Just don't be selfish. Here's what I know about our local community. That if you end up, and sometimes to our detriment, by the way, that if you find yourself in a tight spot for something here locally one thing i know about our community is someone will figure out a way to help you yes if you if your ox is truly in the ditch if you have a piece of equipment that won't operate if you run low on resources if you literally find yourself in the ditch Someone will help you. And some will say that sometimes we're so benevolent that we've created an ecosystem, people knowing that if I just hang around these parts, my needs will be met. And so I'm just saying, don't go, don't take garbage bags to the gas station. First of all, will garbage bags hold gasoline? I would have thought gasoline would eat through plastic. I'm pretty sure that's not even legal. That's a conversation for another day. I'm just... From what I have observed here in this general neck of the woods, people are doing the right thing and they're being smart and they're being practical. First, I would applaud you for that. Secondly, I would say keep up the good work and let's all just work together. Things will be things will be fine. It's you're getting panicked is what makes things. Yeah. You do not have to believe everything you see on social media, guys. It just isn't let's just not. Goodness gracious. Let's rise above it. Can you <laughs> 
Can you really put gasoline in a plastic bag? We're not going to test it, Mark. <laughs> I thought it would be a good <laughs> exercise for the exercise I think it's an epic the fail in the, in the waiting. In an effort to try and make sure that the supply gets where it needs to go, Kentucky has temporarily lifted restrictions on the transportation of petroleum to help states affected uh, by the hack of a major fuel pipeline. Transportation Secretary Jim Gray signed an official order that temporarily relieves petroleum haulers going to affected states from driving time limits and way station options, and the order lasts through June 11th. So, you know, Kentucky is a big, we're a wide state. So if you've got a pipeline that starts down in, say, Houston and goes all the way up into maybe Pennsylvania in that area, then a lot of that stuff coming out of those refineries is making a north-to-south route, and some of it will travel through Kentucky to get where it needs to go. A Kentucky-based national nonprofit organization that promotes increasing broadband access for all is uh, applauding the Federal Communications Commission for opening enrollment in a new program for low-income Americans yesterday. The FCC has begun taking applications for the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program which provides discounted broadband internet and related services to qualifying households. Uh, those eligible for the EBB program include, among others, anyone who experienced a substantial loss of income in 2020, those who currently receive or qualify for lifeline benefits through SNAP and other federal programs, the free or reduced school lunch programs, and households at or below 135% of the federal poverty guidelines. You know, I... Obviously, all households need it. And I understand uh, households that have, uh, that have economic limitations to be able to afford it. But I also think that the biggest concern, especially in the rural parts of the country, is just access to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether you have the funding or you don't have the funding. Yeah. Having access to quality broadband, and that's changing over time, uh, probably not quickly enough to the the liking of a lot of people, but uh, it is the lifeline. I mean, we sort of, um, we used to think the internet was a luxury and it may be more important than roads in the end, you know, because it touches more areas of your life than roads do. Very Um, hard to be without it. It is definitely hard to be without it. A reminder, the Kentucky Department of Revenue is reminding taxpayers that the 2020 state and federal income tax filing Deadlines are coming up on Monday, so you had uh, extra time. You got even an extra couple of days because it runs into Monday. Kentucky is going to get a $5 million tourism grant, federal funds for marketing, I guess for us to say, hey, come to Kentucky. Again, money, money everywhere, seemingly. Grayson County's high school senior Tyler Woosley has signed with the University of Cumberland's archery team. Woosley was the top senior boy on the Cougar archery team during the 2021 season. He finished as the region runner-up and qualified for the uh, KHSAA state tournament. This marks the third Grayson County senior archer to sign with the Patriots, joining Micah McDavid and Sierra Gray. Elizabeth, is this for the first time in your life? You're saying, I am old enough that... I. Archery in school was invented after I was a student. You look back, I could have been a professional archer if they had had this program when I was in school. You know, I have thought, well, if only we'd had archery in school. It is something that I would I would consider, like, volunteering and helping with. I think that would be fun. But 
They'll probably accept volunteers. Yeah, probably so. Would be my guess. But it's exciting. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Maybe uh, maybe you should come in and speak to the archery team to fire them up before a big match. <laughs> Give them an old win one for the Gipper speech. I think they'd like that. <laughs> I don't know if it would work or not, but... Uh, we can give it a whirl. <laughs> and the Cats pick up important commit in Tai Tai, Washington. Waiting on that news yesterday, so a uh, good get for the Cats. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Tulip Day. Oh, I love tulips. I like tulips, too. Whenever I see them in the spring, I think, I wish I had thought of that in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> when you got to put the then bulbs in that. the ground. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people that will claim you can do it in January, even, and it will still be okay. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, Just I'm not sure. seen the theory of that. Like By the way, would know that. Uh, today's uh, uh, this segment brought to you by the Luttrell Staffing Group uh, hiring event continuing day number two at the uh, Center on Main. They're hiring between 10 and 2 today for uh, full-time uh, uh, full-time permanent jobs at Bell Cheese, 13 to 13.35 an hour. So stop by there with the Luttrell Staffing Group, LuttrellStaffing.com. Today is also Apple Pie Day. Ooh, I like pie. Participate in that one. It's cough drop day. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Big fan of that. Cough drops are kind of a Sunday thing for me. I don't know why. I don't even necessarily need them, but I just like to have them at church. I was going to say, it must be a church thing. Yeah. It's, it's like just hard a, candy at church. It's kind of like, a, well, when you're singing and things like that, you you know, if you mm-hmm. get a little tickle, you need something. And like, it's just, it's just become part of my, part of my habit. And um, because... I have them the rest of the time, but I don't need them or use them. So it's just more of my routine. Uh, I also think that, yeah, I just wanted something to chew on, mm-hmm. you know, at church. But it's just, and it's also hummus Ooh, day today. I love hummus. I do too. Celebrated so- since 2012 to salute <laughs> the spread made from the cooked mashed chickpeas blended with tahini, olive oil, lemon juice, salt, and garlic. Also makes good wall spackle. Oh, so what is your favorite, like your favorite hummus? Mm. Mine is the garlic roasted. Red pepper. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that is a snack today and then we can celebrate with dessert for apple pie. I think it's a great plan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I don't know when the last time I had one was, but there's something when I think of apple pie, I automatically think of apple turnovers from McDonald's. There's just something about that deliciousness in that box. Then you need to go get a strawberry and cream turnover. I do. Life changing. Okay. Get it. Order one of their little kids' milks to go with it. And okay, I'm just going to pretend that I did. By the way, tasty treat. Uh, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I insist. I. I don't dislike chickpeas by name, but it's so much more fun to say garbanzo beans. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like garbanzo is just a much better word for me. So happy hummus day to you. Here's the weekend funny tweets. We typically curate a group of tweets weekly um, this week from women. Tweet number one, kind of wild. Ella Z says, Ella Z says, kind of wild that cats 
Just stay home all day, every day, being mad at nothing. I am not a cat fan. Minus my mothers, don't yell at me, Mom. But, you know, no. It is kind of weird how confined an area cats can habitate or inhabit and they don't have any emotional swings. They're just meh. Yeah, they're just straight cantankerous all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I heard my dad say the other day, dogs have owners and cats have servants. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So true. (laughs) That's what it is. Uh, Abby Crutchfield says, thank you to all the people who gave their lives figuring out which mushrooms we can and can't eat. Somebody had to do it. Might as well be you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't go over there to get those. (laughs) Nori Reed said, this made me laugh. Required tenant info, social security number, bank statements, pay stubs, references, credit check, background check, job history, income history. Required landlord info, my name is Tony. (laughs) It is, I mean. Right? (laughs) Yeah, how much do you decide to learn about the landlord or the property or the, they're asking you for everything. Maybe you should ask them some questions. Julie Milton said, my mom just asked me if I have, quote, finished that paper for school yet, by which she meant my Ph.D. dissertation. (laughs) Yeah, that paper for school. Just that paper. (laughs) And did you get that turned into your teacher? That always surprised me. When Taylor went to U.K., she would say, well, my teacher in this class or my teacher in that class. And I said, "Uh, I think they're professors. (laughs) He did it every time. (laughs) it just seemed very odd to me to be cuz i also wanted to be able to say the nutty professor <laughs> price said he dumped me so i'm dating his landlord and we increasing the rent tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you probably know somebody who's done that i mean, I, I probably know somebody who's oh, done that oh that's priceless i don't know <clears throat> oreos making news today Oreo has new Olympic cookies with popping candy. They also have like a plethora of uh, flavors now, like mocha or chocolate peanut butter. I mean, walk down the Oreo aisle and it's like heaven. I don't want those. I want traditional, but I do give a pass to hashtag Marka. If you're going to go, <laughs> if you're going to go Olympics, and you're going to go the old red, white, and blue, and you're going to go Oreos, you can do about whatever you want. Mocha, nuh-uh. You know, all these other vanity, double fudge, triple stuffed, all that, no. Yes. That's no good. The mocha with the with some milk? But give me Ooh. red, white, and blue filling stamped with the Olympic rings on the outside for an Oreo, and I'm all in. Even the popping candy? I, that is so extra. I want two packages. <laughs> Because I love Pop Rocks. We are a big fan of Pop Rocks. Love Pop Rocks. Well, you try these Oreos and tell me what you think. Okay. I will, Dennis Cook. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have had a sushi roll that has yes. Pop Rocks on it. Gross. I, no, oh, not no. gross. No, not gross. Delightful. No, and, and we're 
No. No. <laughs> we, yeah. yeah. It was good. In 2017, there were firework Oreos, followed by Team USA Oreos in 2018, and red, white, and blue cream cookies in 2020. The new cookies that we're getting for summer of 2021 combine all three of them to make a bite-worthy, triple-stuffed, 4th of July uh, Olympics. Yes. What a lead-in. <laughs> I'm going to go out there to the track behind the middle school and carry a torch for the Olympics while I eat Oreos. That'd be good. I'll video it. Yeah, Maybe I'll get around to it. Rice Krispie Treats has new Neapolitan flavors. No. Kellogg's Rice Krispie Treats has released plenty of flavors over the years to rival its original from cookies and cream to birthday cake to M&M minis. And we've never been low on options, but surprisingly, the brand didn't have a strawberry flavor on shelves until now. Rice Krispie cereal is mixed with melted marshmallows to make a gooey bite. For the strawberry variety, the cereal is mixed with strawberry-flavored marshmallow goodness, as they describe it. Maybe it's good. Maybe I don't need to judge it before I try it. Oh, if you if you go the Teresa Buckles route here and you throw a couple of those strawberry squares around some ice cream and get into that, whoa, come on. Listen, you haven't lived until you've had an ice cream sandwich that's got Rice Krispies on the outside. I would never think about that. It is true, and I don't eat sweets. It blew my mind the first time she but. served them. I said, whoa, what is that? Where's that been my entire life? I was an adult the first time she served it. <laughs> well, you've been holding on to this secret, Mom. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so I think the strawberry around some, and I think I would prefer vanilla ice cream. I think I would prefer the strawberry Rice Krispie treats with vanilla ice cream, not strawberry ice cream with the strawberry. It would be too much strawberry. I I'd only like-, like ice cream by itself, typically. Like, I don't like it on pie. Now, ice cream cake is different, but. Typically, ice cream on, like on warm cobbler. I will do yeah. that. I no. do know a little girl that would really appreciate the strawberry. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I have a feeling that these will coming be coming to a household near you. <laughs> there are plenty of pitfalls when it comes to parenting. Oh. Uh, my dad famously uh, shared with my granddad when I was born that there was something wrong with me because one of my feet was black. I can't even. (laughs) And that was just the stain from the ink where they (laughs) did the print. (laughs) He made reference to that again over the weekend, by the way. So he he never never fails to remind... (laughs) That sometimes you're just so stressed out as a parent or getting accustomed to things. Sometimes you lose objectivity. And sometimes your fears, rational or irrational, get carried away and you make foolish mistakes. A young British mom has opened up about an embarrassing, sticky situation, one that left her racing her baby to the ER thinking he had a huge hole in his mouth. Mother of three, 24-year-old Becky Stiles, told of the horror of seeing the large, dark red hole in the roof of 10-month-old son Harvey's mouth as she changed his diaper at home in Essex. Her mother suggested they rush Harvey straight to a hospital so they drop their two eldest children off 
at grandparents before driving 30 minutes to the nearest ER. At the hospital, staff initially appeared ready to race Harvey to a specialist until a nurse shone her pen flashlight into his tot's mouth and said, that's a sticker. <laughs> it was a sticker that looks like a penny. Don't you think it yeah. looks like a, yeah. like a copper penny? And it was in the top of his mouth, and they thought it was a, a hole. I can see the concern. I yeah. can see the concern as well, but it seems like I would have... Yeah, I'm the one... I'm inquisitive I'm, enough. I'd have had to, to, I'd have ran my finger. I would yeah. have had to gone in there a yeah. little bit and well, just see. Well, maybe not if those were her nails. But yeah, if I, if I had those nails that she's sporting there, I probably wouldn't put my hand no. in his mouth either. But luckily, he's okay. They're okay. She said she, she used some British word that we would try... She said, I felt like a right prat. Which is their way of saying idiot. But <laughs> glad everybody's okay. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Hi. I'm a faithful follower of Brother John Birch, and I belong to the Antioch Baptist Church. And I Did you know this, by the way, this is one of the best songs of all time. Then he started oh, saying uneasy rider. the way I was dressed. That kicked old green teeth right in the knee. <laughs> oh, who, who doesn't love a song that says kicked old green teeth right in the knee? Feel <laughs> <No> good song. <laughs> Didn't you know, <laughs> in the script for Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger's now famous line was actually written, I'll come back, not I'll be back. I mean, it's part of the... It's not just part of pop culture. It's part of the vernacular. You cannot have ever even seen the movie, oh, yeah. and you know the phrase, I'll be back. <laughs> so does it have the same weight? No. If we had... See, I have a tendency to say no as well, but if we had never known the difference, if this many years later he had said, I'll come back, and I told you it was actually written, I'll be back, would we say, oh, that's silly? Maybe. I'll be back is just... I'll be back. Very assertive. Yes, I just I like. I'll the, come back is kind of sweet. Yeah, that's okay. that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's I like not the, as affirmative. Yeah, I like the alliteration. Mm -hmm. I like the staccato. The I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. Not I'll come back. I feel like it needs to be said in song. <laughs> I'll be, I'll I'll be back. Um, I'm going through the song in my head. El, Ellen will not be back. No, she won't. Ellen has announced season 19 of her daily television program will be its final. She says that it's not challenging anymore. And so the question is, um, you know, she said when you're a creative person and you're constantly need to be challenged, as great as the show is, as fun as it is, it's not a challenge anymore. She said, I was going to stop after season 16, and that was going to be my last season. Wanted to sign on for four more years, and uh, and I said if I'd sign for maybe one so I, I don't know how honest she's going to be about her struggles over the last year. And I don't, they are her struggles, but whether she's really a mean person or not a mean person, I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. I think it was, if she was mean, it would be, that doesn't make her any less entertaining, except she's operating under this sphere of be kind. 
you know, with everything she's doing on her show is be kind and be kind and be kind, but then she's mean and hurtful to people privately, then that's just hypocritical. But if she had never done that be kind stuff, I think she, she's funny. I mean, she's, she's funny. She is absolutely she is so super funny. funny. Uh, she's, you can tell she's a little mean spirited by the games that she plays. She loves for somebody <laughs> to get hit in the face with a pie. But it's funny. Or it right? is, it is funny, but you can tell though, she has this underlying, there's something in her person that likes it maybe a little more than most of us. Well, it's funny. Right. And I want to believe that she truly is kind and kind-hearted. And, you and know. I believe that she is. Um, but she I think just, she has a strong personality. And and listen, I laugh when people yeah. get hit in the face with a As long a as they're okay, I'm going to laugh. Or, right? Or if you trip down the yeah. sidewalk, if you get back up, I'm, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. Yes, but do you <laughs> need it? There's something about her that seems to need it. I don't think she needs that as much as she just needs the creative outlet and she knows it's good TV. Maybe. I agree with that. The um <laughs> I will also say that if I am in Ellen's financial situation and I've gone through the year that Ellen's gone through, COVID plus, you know, getting challenged on am I the person that I say I am and all those things, I, and to be her age, I think I would just go I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't need I it. I mean, I don't need the hassle. And if it's not challenging and it's not rewarding to me, then why bother? So that's what I would say is just take take your your bag of money and just go enjoy yeah, life. I agree. Write a book. Do whatever do you want to. Do a podcast. Something like that. Yeah, spend time with Portia at the gorilla place. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just go, go visit all your friends in Montecito. Uh, an update, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Celine Dion, and Carrie Underwood all announced Las Vegas residencies. Back with a vengeance. Wow. Vegas will be. That's a who's who of, and I will tell you, we've, if you get an, if you ever get an opportunity to see Celine Dion, do it. Absolutely. I was indifferent to it when we chose to do it. And after we did it, I said, I'm so glad that we did that. Oh, Luke was... Bryan is really good in concert. Too. Well, Three years ago, I'd have said I wouldn't walk across the street to watch Luke Bryan for free. And which, I still would not. Which, it'd be playing, puts on in, a good show. playing in a cemetery would be an odd place for Luke yes. Bryan. Yes. So maybe across another street to be able to. But I, I do find Luke Bryan to be entertaining enough that I'd really enjoy him on Idol. Uh, he does go into butthead mode, like when he squints his eyes and he laughs and goes, hee, hee, hee. he looks like butthead from Beavis and Butthead. Um, <laughs> he's got a you know ginormous forehead, like I do. Uh, <laughs> but it's just... <laughs> but I would love to see Carrie Underwood. But more importantly, I'd love to see Katy Perry. Oh, me yeah. too. But yeah. uh, they will be playing at the 5,000 seat, the theater at Resorts World. And instead of doing six months or months, they're doing like 10 weeks. So each of them are going to do 10 weeks in stretches. So you'll have to time your visits if you want to see them, <laughs> see one of the ones in particular. Did you just smirk at Katy Perry, Miss Muda did. Dear? She did. Okay. She's just too much for me. Huh. She's just too much. And I don't like her music. Oh, really? Dear. Okay. Like we heard firework. I'm just no, 
No, well, thanks. I love it enough for both of us. So, and well, you can love Luke Bryan enough for both of us. So. Apparently, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Our friendship has ended over Katy Perry. <laughs> this is uh, this is us ending with the season six on NBC. So next season they will be wrapping it up. So you'll get one more season of the Mandy Moore, Milo Ventimiglia, Sterling K. Brown, Chrissy Metz show. Are you a watcher of This Is Us? It was just too sad. It, this, it was an emotional roller coaster. So you coaster. didn't know. It was too much. Okay. I mean, which is kind of funny because I'm a Grace fan and, and Grace is pretty emotional, but this is just, just too heavy for it me. It is a remarkable, remarkable form of storytelling. Their ability to flash back and flash forward, and it is, it's, it is um, I won't call it a roller coaster because I think that term is overused. But you really have to be actively engaged mm-hmm. in the storyline because there's so much context and subtext yeah. to know because somebody will walk on screen and you'll go, ah. Oh. I watched the majority of season one and I thought, okay, this is just, I need to step away from This Is Us for a while. And I just never got back to it. It It is pretty deep. Um, I've enjoyed it, but I put off watching some of the most recent episodes. I don't like to do that late at night, like right before bed, mm-hmm. because I'm often tearful. Yeah. And I don't want to go to bed Nobody like wants that. To go to bed like that. Um, but I must say, I'll be glad when it's over. There are not I a lot of it, but there are not a lot of television shows this day and age that can do what that show does with its writing and their ability to time travel. Mm-hmm. It's just I will agree with that. It's, uh, it's and the emotions are just. Oh yeah, it's, it's a it's, lot. Uh, you just better get ready because you're gonna go. You're gonna go on a journey, and the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees have been announced. Jay Z leads the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees class. So, uh, congratulations to Jay Z. Going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's got 99 problems, but the Rock <laughs> Hall of Fame ain't one. So good for him. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Sweet Caroline. MB's point to ponder for today. What were your most, what were you most unprepared for when you moved out on your own? What were you most unprepared for when you moved out under your uh, moved out on your own? I was surprised at how expensive it is. How expensive it is? Yes. Okay. I I I don't think that was my deal. Um, I guess one of the most surprising things for me was one of my first big interviews, and I did not expect to have to interview with like five different people at the same time. So I'd already procured my apartment. I was going to say, you got, you got really far into it then yeah. before you realized. Well, okay. I'd, well, so I moved in my apartment within, and within like a week, I had my interview. So yeah, that was okay. my, it was startling. I was 17. So. Maybe the thing I was most unprepared for was that, uh, you know, I, I'd spent quite a bit of time in hotels by the time I moved out on my own. I guess I realized there was not built-in housekeeping everywhere you live. Don't you wish? <laughs> right? So my first roommate, uh, Toons Taylor, and I 
morning tunes. Um, <laughs> yeah, our place looked about like what uh, 18 and 20-year-old boys, what you would imagine. We were certainly not men. <laughs> at, it took a that, while. At that, at that age, <laughs> yeah. Still in progress. But I think that was one of the things, too. It's like, oh, yeah, cleaning stuff is no fun. It's not. No. I mean, you're right. Stuff is expensive. Yeah. But I sort of, I had had some context clues that that was the case. I knew that was the case. But, like, I don't know. Until you experience it on your own, it's just a... Fun times, y'all. Yeah. Fun times. Plus, I think women just fare better in general yes. out on their own. I think that's very true. I think so. Yeah. yeah. They're more mature, especially at that age. And so you just, you have probably, I won't say it's easier sledding. I just think you're more, you sled better. <laughs> we we <laughs> handle it better. I don't know that it's easier, yeah. but you know how to wax your skis better. Yeah. That's what I, I guess that's what I'm saying. The season four finale of Young Sheldon is on CBS tonight. The season eight and series finale of Mom is on CBS tonight. I like that show. I love it. The Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. Not your turn yet. Season one finale of Be Positive. Uh, we had to bail on Be Positive. Yeah. Uh, we tried it, but I'd be anxious to see if it comes Big back for season two. It was, it was, I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to be negative about it, but I could not be positive and watch it. So anyway, those are season, uh, season and series finales. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1607, English colonists arrived by ship at the site of what became the Jamestown settlement in Virginia. In 1914, heavyweight boxing champion Joe Lewis was born in Lafayette, Alabama, Gary Cooper died in Los Angeles six days after turning 60, this date in 1961. Birthdays today, Harvey Keitel is 82. Stevie Wonder is 71. Former Ohio governor and former presidential candidate John Cabbage Patch, or Kasich, is 69 today. Dennis Rodman, the worm, is 60. Darius Rucker, Hootie, is 55 today. I would have thought wow. he was older. I would have thought slightly older as well. I saw him on... The Dan Rather Show. He's a good interview, actually. Uh, Lena Dunham is 35 today. Robert Pattinson is 35 today. Gone but not forgotten. B. Arthur, born in 1922. Golden Girls mm -hmm. to you. Richie Valens, born or Maude, whichever you like. Golden Girls. Richie Valens, 1941. Mary Wells in 1943. See if we can find a chart topper. Always love it when the calendar rolls around. So this one from 1959, Cookie. Edward Burns and Connie Stevens. Elizabeth, I was trying to hold it for would you. you but would you borrow someone's comb? No. Probably would, not. Would you be affiliated with anyone named Kooky? <laughs> uh, probably not. It's nice of you to say probably not. I like that you don't just automatically <laughs> dismiss. They might be the best person in the world. Who knows? They could be. We don't only sing. Well, hey. But we dance just as good as we want. All right. In Houston, we just started a new dance called the Tighten Up. All right. This is the music we tighten up with. Okay. <laughs> Elizabeth, new walking music. Up 
Yes. For your iTunes playlist. Yeah. Come on now, drummer. <laughs> What's gonna tighten it up for me now? So just imagine oh, Elizabeth yeah. walking at the city park. Tighten up on that bass. Huh? <laughs> tighten it up. <laughs> Go to the baseline. Play oh, the air bass. Boom, boom, Maybe in the gym. Boom, 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 boom. You know, people in the gym always film themselves. Somebody could film me doing this thing. So if you see me at the gym and you offer to do that, I will do the tighten up dance. That is tighten up by Art. and film. That's the only chance that you'll get me to the gym. Archie Bell and the Drells is the name of that, is the artist, by the way. Let's go 1977, Leo Sayer. We played this last week as a chart topper. remained at the top of the charts. He's singing this song from high atop a tree. <laughs> so odd. If you look the video up online, Please you'll see it's from up. the Muppet Show. And I don't understand. I don't understand the symbolism between being a tree hugger and singing a song called "When I Need." I mean, you. literally a tree hugger singing this. Literally. Yeah. A tree, uh, look, uh, oh, absolutely. Look, look the video up, y'all. Let's go to 1986. This was on last week, too. <laughs> well, these number ones had staying power. Yeah. They lasted more than a week. Well, it's Whitney. Whitney! Newsflash. The children are our future. Teach them well, let them lead the way. It's happening to me. If you learn nothing else from Whitney Houston, that's yes. the takeaway. Yeah. And let's see if we can find one more thing for you. Uh, 1995 Boys to Men was number one with Water Runs Dry. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Oh, by the way, I haven't said it to you this week. I'm supposed to remind you. Remember, God loves you and I do too. Here's MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Friends and good manners will carry you where money won't go. Friends and good manners will carry you where money won't go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Moody, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.